Welcome to another edition of Enmarch Our Daily with Tyria Morris, a platform for motivation, inspiration, growth spiritually, fun, and support. This is a community that we love on each other, we laugh, we encourage, we uplift, and we make sure that everyone walks away 10 times better than what they came. So, Let's jump into the topic today. So today I really want to focus on faith over feelings, faith over feelings. And I guess that topic came within this new um, place I'm in in my life where I feel, no, I'm not going to say I feel, I feel like, yeah, I guess you can say I feel, I feel like I'm ready to date. And, but in actuality, I sometimes question, girl, are you ready today? <laughs> sometimes I do that. I actually have to ask myself, girl, are you ready for this? Are you ready for that? So, because given in, I'm going to go in a little bit about my life because a lot of you don't know me, don't know where I'm from, don't know me from Adam, possibly. And there are some of you who do. Well, I got married back in 2014 to whom I thought was the love of my life. And in turn, the marriage only lasted a year and three months. So I ended up being divorced the next year. Um, and it was hard. It was it was a hard position for me because I didn't know what my life was going to entail at that point. Where was I going to go? What was it going to look like? What did life look for me in the next single phase again? Uh, you know, what will it entail? And so I was kind of nervous. I was kind of scared. Of course, I was mad. Of course, I was, I felt all kinds of internal things in my mind, in my spirit. So I can say that now I'm in a place where I feel like I'm ready to date. And I know back in some months ago, I had posted and created a post about what happened to the art of dating. And so even within the dating, even within longing to be married again. I, I can't say that I was, I'm one of these people who got married and I began to say, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to do that anymore. No, I actually want to be married again. I actually want to be in a building, healthy, growing, thriving relationship. And so how I got the faith over feelings is that, you know, I, in this whole dating thing, in this whole the scheme of dating and and getting out there, I kind of got wavery a little bit. <laughs> I kind of got wavy a little bit. And I began to kind of question some things within myself, question some things of can I handle X, Y, Z? Um not really more so of what others will think, but am I armored enough to be able to 
take on what would come with dating this type of person or that type of person and possibly even entertain marriage with XYZ type of person. So I had to come into grips. Okay. Am I going to choose my faith over my feelings? Am I going to sacrifice my faith over my feelings or for my feelings? Because I feel like this is the right one or because I feel like this could possibly potentially be something great or because I feel like this is it. And I really had to really sit and think and say, okay, sister girl, (laughs) is this really it? And if it is it, does it meet up to your vetting process that you have? And so, you know, I had to sit back down with my sister circle and sit back down with some things that um, my master class that I went through called Marriage Prep University with David Burris. And that whole course, I had to go back to, to my homework. I had to sit back down with my homework and with Tibria and say, okay, what is on the line? Um, what could you poss- what could possibly be a could put you into a stopping point in, in some or a start over point in some areas of your life. And so I had to really bring myself in regroup, had to regroup. I had to go back and actually just reassess some things and realign some things because, you know, we can get out of alignment when we think or when we feel this whole thing we think is the one or it. And sometimes we allow a relationship and then you include relations into that ship (laughs) and it tends to take you down a, um, I guess you can say down a path or down a journey and you hit some areas of the water that's, that you, it makes you uncomfortable or is you kind of sense that, um, maybe I move too fast or maybe I didn't fully seek God or maybe I didn't just, I just did this off of feelings or I jumped into this based on my feelings and how I felt and not out of the knowing, the know that we know that we know that this is who God has put in our lives. And so I can say that Never choose, never put your faith up against to come up against your feelings to where you have to, that you're warring between your faith and what you feel. Because nine times out of 10, what you feel is not going, it's not solid. It's like a quicksand. It ain't solid at all. And I know that's incorrect English, but (laughs) it ain't solid at all. So I had to really just look at this thing and being that, okay, I'm in my second opportunity of doing singleness right. 
And I don't know if you ever heard that before, but that's that's something that I coined that I want to do my I want to do singleness right this time. And I can say with this second time around in my singleness that I've accomplished a lot. I've done a lot of things. There's still so much that I haven't done that I'm purpose to do and supposed to do that I am going to do. But I think we tend to because, you know, this season right now is going into holidays, going to be Thanksgiving, going to be Christmas. It's cold, rainy. Um, you have like they say, you have lonely nights and, you know, you know, even they even got a song, Christmas song. Oh, my God. <laughs> they got a Christmas. What do the lonely do at Christmas? I mean, you know, like you you give have all these emotions and. You know, all these people who you dealt with exes and all that they're trying to come back into play because they need a cuddle buddy because it's cold um uh, what what's the term cuffing season and so you know it's like uh no bro we're not doing this <laughs> we're not doing no cuffing season you got exes trying to holler back trying to trying to um check you no 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 and no but you know I feel like that with this, with the seasons changing and all of that, you know, we have our emotions and we got our feelings going and, you know, you got the pumpkin and spice, you got the hot cocoa, you got the fireplace, you got all of this going on. And for those people who are not married and that are single, this is a time where depression sets in really bad. And not only that, a lot of things kind of takes its toll um, mentally on singleness not and not just not even just women not even us ladies I mean there are some men you know I read a post um I was on Facebook reading a post and, and a guy expressed himself and I mean you know I've never seen a man just openly express how he feel about being single until I got into this Facebook group and so most of some guys are in this group openly Discussing how they truly feel, and with that, um, and with that, what happened was some of the women in the group began to kind of bash them, and I'm like, uh, no, ma'am, y'all. I mean, it's very rare that you get a black man to open up to who he is and how he feels, and when he does, you got sisters bashing him. And you got sisters bashing him. And I'm like, okay, there's no need to bash. I mean, he's explaining how he feels as a single person and that he desires a wife and that he desires uh, a mate. But then you got women bashing him. And I'm like, okay, that's, that wasn't cool. It wasn't cool for me. It wasn't cool with me. And I was reading some of the comments and, you know, you had you had a, you had a mixture of a lot of women encouraging him. And then but you had those very few negative women that made the man feel bad. I mean, you know, and then, and then we'll see some guys who jumped on to try to make him feel bad. But where I'm going with this is that there are so many people that are um, 
desiring this one thing, which is a significant other. And I know for me that has been, that's like the greatest desire of my heart. And I just choose not to compromise my faith over my feelings and to jump into something with feelings. Because that's what I did my first time around. I'm just going to (laughs) admit. I'm going to admit that my first marriage I jumped into. And the reason why the marriage broke up, and I'm going to get in a little bit about that, is that, you know, it ended not because of something, it, it, it ended because of something horrific. I mean, you know, anybody who comes home, who doesn't come home for a whole month, and then when he do finally comes home, he tells you that your marriage is not le- le- um, legitimate and tells you that he's still married to his previous wife. And then you ask, okay, so do you want to get remarried with me? And they tell you, I got to get my life together. And you don't, I didn't know how long it was going to take for him to get his life together. I'm like, you're putting my life on hold for me to trust you to get your life together with an answer like that. So I made the de- I made an executive decision <laughs> for my life to um, get the marriage annulled. And so, did I want my marriage? Yes. That's why I offered. That's why I'm. You know, I loved him. I cared for him, and 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 I had red sign. I had red flags, not red, red signs. Yeah. Red signs and red flags (laughs) before marrying him. But yet, and still I downplayed it because of my feelings. I didn't listen to my intuition. I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit. I just downplayed it. And I chose a mate with my feelings. And so, and I chose a mate over my faith because not when I say with my faith, it's because I didn't trust God um, in that whole process. Um, I rushed. And I can say that I don't regret anything of it because it allowed, it allowed me to find who I am. And it allowed me to find why I'm here. It pushed me to really go into a search for Tyria. I went on a journey to look for her so that I can emerge her. And the day that I finally broke free and emerged her, I can say life, I began to see life differently. I began to move differently. I began to think differently. I began to center myself around people that was very genuinely into the growth and development of Tyria and making sure that I healed, making sure that I became the best version of me that I have been longing to be. And I am I perfect now? No, of course, no one's perfect. And I just choose to do things on a different level, on a different scale. And I choose to connect with people that I have been led to by God 
And I, I just know we're not in people's lives for no reason. We come into people's lives for a reason, but we have to make sure we hear from God the reason before we try to make um, anything out of it than what it actually is. And I can say I've, I've had my share of doing that, you know, um, you know, Pastor David Burris, he is my online, <laughs> um, I guess you say virtual mentor when it comes to the relationship area, 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 or I can't speak right now, area. And also Pastor Flowers. And so I'm like listening to these two gentlemen say that two things, and some of you may have heard it, some of you may not, but I used to marry men in my mind. I used to marry them in my mind when I met them. We may, we may talk a few times on the telephone, text each other, and instantly I've married this man in my mind. And so I had to redo my mind set on dating. I had to redo, re, renew, yes, renew and redo my mindset when it came to men, period. Because I had a friend check me. <laughs> she don't know she checked me, but she checked me. And I think I even let her know I, she checked me. Um, and she asked me a straight up legitimate question. And she was like, Tibria, let me ask you a question. Are you afraid of men? And I sat there for a minute and I was like, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> I literally sat there for a minute. I was like, oh, what you talking about? She said, are you afraid of me? Are you afraid of being alone with a man? And I'm like, okay, where is she going with this? And um, so I said, I was like, she said, have you ever, then when I didn't answer those two questions, so she asked me another question. She said, have you ever just been friends with a, someone of the opposite sex? And I'm like, just a friend, nothing, no, no. No sexual involvement, no nothing. And I said, no, I haven't. And she was like, okay, why come? And I had to really sit there and say, okay, why haven't I? Why haven't I established relationship, not um, romantically, but relationship period with someone of the opposite sex, someone that I can just be the homeboy, you can go talk to, get advice from, and all of that. Why haven't I established that? What has what has triggered that? What has caused me to not be able to have that type of thing? And I couldn't answer her. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if it was things that happened in my childhood, if it if it was um due to how I've been treated by men. And I thought that that's the way it should be. Um, when I say how I'm treated by men, but how um, I'm handled by men. And so how I used to be handled by men, let me correct myself. And so at that time, I was like, she said some things to where I had to really sit and I had to sit again against it. Y'all, you know what? I have to sit with myself all the time and sit within, go within myself to really find and dig and 
declutter and move things and, and I mean, not move them, really like burn them up. And so I was like, huh, okay, you have given me a key to something that I need to unlock and I need to unlock it and I need to deal with it. And I, and I have, so I can say that, you know, I, when I have a man or a, someone of opposite compliment me or they carry a conversation with me, I'm not instantly in my mind thinking they're checking for me because not every man is checking for us ladies. And not every man is trying to get in the panties. Not every man is trying to um, bust down <laughs> them walls. Not every man is trying to do that. So we have to learn how to build healthy relationships without outside of our sister circles, but with someone of the opposite sex. And I can say, and then when I, after really li- listening, listening to that question, listening to her and having to sit with myself, I, I, it came from that. I don't know how to, I didn't know how to have a healthy relationship with, with nothing other than just friendship with the opposite sex because of daddy issues and even though I had a had my stepfather in the home, there were still daddy issues um, with the with the absence of my biological father in my life, with the things that incurred with um, with my stepfather um, in the house. Not anything bad. My stepfather has been an excellent stepfather. You know, everybody has a story. Everyone has a a their road to Damascus. And my dad, my stepdad had had a road to Damascus. And so, you know, um, he he drunk or drank heavily. He was an alcoholic. And so they were there were nights where things just were not great in our home. And so I think not seeing what love looked like and seeing how faith over feelings really was prevalent in our home. How my mom, I don't know what the case was, but I, I seen I seen feelings over faith. And to the point, you know, I had to be the one to be strong. I'm the oldest of six. So, and I'm the oldest daughter. And so I, you know, grew up in ministry, been in ministry, all of that. And I had to be the, be the strong one when it comes to faith. And so I can say I seen that, but then again, goes back to choosing feelings over faith that choosing your feelings over faith is easy because it doesn't require you to have to sacrifice anything. Choosing feelings over faith is easy because it does not require you to sacrifice anything. Oh, that's good. Because anytime you choose faith over your feelings, 
there's going to be a sacrifice. There's going to be a sacrifice of someone. There's going to be a sacrifice within for your within yourself. Some things for yourself. There's going to be there's going to be some form of sacrifice. And I don't know any other way of saying this, but we should never ever allow anyone or anything to cause us to have to choose between our faith and our feelings. We should always be making sure that we're connected to people that are going to continually to redirect us to faith, to redirect us to to the one that is within us. And not only that, redirect you to get back into that space so that you can hear soundly so that we can make better decisions and sound decisions even when it comes to um faith over feelings when it's dealing with relationships and we're going to continue this conversation with faith over feelings even in your businesses in your family life in your decision making faith over feelings it doesn't just go in relationship. And I just happened to start the, the relationship portion of it because that's the area that me the most am really trying to get right the second time around is is um, my singleness, my single life. I want to make sure my single life is whole, is healthy, is vibrant, it's it's is popping. <laughs> it got some drill. So, you know, I, we just, I just want to make sure that my single life is doing that. Make sure my single life is, is that I'm creating the single life that I will never, ever, ever, ever see again once I tie the knot again. So I want to live my best life. You know, they got the time living my best life. So, you know, we want to live our best single life, but we're going to make sure that we don't sacrifice our faith for our feelings and sacrificed our faith over our feelings. Um, so we're going to remember faith over feelings. We're going to choose faith over feelings every time. But I, this is a podcast I just want to share with you t- today and to encourage you and motivate you and give you a little bit into my life and how I'm living, making sure that you emerge her 365 daily. So I'm going to sound off. I hope this podcast, I hope this blessed you. I hope this helped you. I hope this have given you some oomph to make sure that you don't sacrifice your faith over feelings and keep you encouraged and to get, help you hold you accountable. Hold you accountable to make sure that we got a good circle. Because I know my circle, my sister circle that I got around me, child, these ladies, I'm telling you, we're, we, we've even discussed them actually coming on with me. So I, I mean, you know, I, even if I have to fly my girl in from North Carolina and we end up flying out to Cali to my other sisters. So, you know, we, we are, we going to get through this thing. Cause we definitely got to, cause we are a bunch of uh, y'all. We are a bunch of women that love, we love God. We love life and we ain't compromising. <laughs> so, but I wanted to leave you with that today and I hope this encouraged you. I hope it blessed you again. And I will see you on the next podcast. Please share this podcast out. 
Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and also Facebook under Tibria Morris. Follow me there. Also, please share your out. Tell your sister, your mama, them, and your cousin, them, and your brothers and sisters too to tune in to Emerge Her Daily with Tibria Morris so that we can make sure that we're motivating each other, inspiring each other, growing spiritually, and having fun, and making sure that most definitely that we're supporting each other. I love you to life. I'll see you on the next go round. You have a wonderful day. Goodbye.